Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second season of Own Your Truth. This is the very first episode that we are airing. And today I am honored and privileged to have someone so fabulous that I actually look up to, to uh, star as one of my guests today. This is Ambie Lewis. Ambie, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Well, hello. Thank you for having me. This I just always love seeing you. This is a great space. Um, my name is Ambie Lewis. I am the founder and president of A Girl Like Me Network. Um, we are originated right here in Springfield, Missouri, my hometown. We focus on girls, 11 and 19. I'm an entrepreneur, a mom. Mompreneur, yeah. yeah. Mompreneur, <laughs> as we were saying. Um, I'm an event planner, a mentor, a business consultant here in the city. And... Um, that's what I do. I'm just a busy lady raising three kids, trying yeah. to make my way, you know. Well, we were before we started filming, we were talking a little bit about the pressures of mompreneurs and what kind of drives us. And I think really a lot of it is not only our own kiddos, but some of our past experiences, too. Can you tell us a little bit about um, why you decided to start A Girl Like Me? What was the motivation behind that? Wow. Well, um, my past Brie, as you know, everything, you know, a little bit about what I've been through. Um, I know that girls, the way society set up, period, is just, it's a mess. Yes. And it's very scary from human trafficking, from kids just running away, doing different drugs, trying different things. And so I created this based off of my story because, you know, my history, I'm an ex-prostitute, ex-stripper. My mom was on drugs. My dad was on drugs in and out of prison. There was nobody there. I went from pillar to post. And so my goal with the um, organization is to give these girls a safe place. Let them know that someone, it don't matter what you look like, I don't care how pretty or stuck up y'all think I am. (laughs) Hey, listen, baby, I've been there and I've done it. And um, I was able to transform my entire life in the blink of an eye. And I still have my ways where I'm still trying to um, change, but I have three children now teens at that and so you know they're at the age um, where I'm reaching these girls because I deal with girls I work with girls excuse me 11 and 19 so just from looking at my own daughters and I'm like you know wait a minute (laughs) we're gonna have to let me go ahead and be that force to reckon with because I don't want these girls to be misunderstood they can Mm -hmm. misunderstand themselves I want to boost their self-esteem I want to let them know that there's opportunities no matter where you come from, foster care, yes. if you've been in human trafficking, or if you'd have decided to do prostitution willingly, right. anything like that, that you can be anything you want to be. Absolutely. And we talk a lot of the, about the pressures of society on girls, on women, how yeah. distorted and horrible that can be. Um, I was thrilled. You came to the season launch for season two and you got to be there. If you haven't seen season two launch party yet, you need to watch it. It is on YouTube. I'll include the link below. But we had panelists that come up and the first set of panelists were women artists. So empowering to hear what motivates them, what drives them, how strong they are on the inside and how we see that manifest in their beautiful artwork. And then the second podcast, which we're talking about youth, we had a panel of Gen Z. They were so awesome, girl. Like that whole <laughs> night was a blast. And then especially when I had the wine too. Yeah, so, the, wine and, I mean, great. the wine was great. But the kids, they inspired me. Because as soon as, you know, um, there was a girl that she was literally talking about like, you know, why are people worried about when we wear spaghetti straps? Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking in my head and I was like, okay, well, all my years in school, the spaghetti strap thing was not 
okay. Yeah. But baby girl, she made a point, you guys. She literally made a point. She did. Where she was like, why are you even thinking like that? Like, why? No one else is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Why are the teacher, why should the teacher be offended by it? Right. And I'm like, you know what? For real, because we it's our body. We're all the same, yeah. you know, maybe different forms, different shapes. Some of us a little old, breastfed, right. breast, anything like that. However, but she made a point, girl. So what I did the next day, my friends, <laughs> I went and bought my daughter's two-piece baby I was so happy. You, I remember you texting me and messaging me, and you're like, girl, guess what I did? I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Because, okay, and this is, for those of you who don't know, right, the reason why we are stuck in these paradigms, these mindsets of we have to, women, specifically women, have to dress a certain way yeah. it's so we don't tempt men, right? That is a rape culture which we feed into because we try to look unappealing to men so that they won't try that. I know for a fact that does not work. There are women out there who have fed themselves to obesity because they are trying to avoid that. There's still men that call on them. It does not matter what you look. It does not matter your shape. It does not matter what you wear. I remember watching a TED talk of a woman um, who said, you know, I... I was worried about that. You know, men kept coming on to me. So I decided I'm going to wear my hair up. I'm not going to wear hardly any makeup. I got rid of the contacts. I put on glasses. I'm wearing business suit attire. I get up there. I do my speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, this gentleman asked if he could walk me to my car. He was actually a sponsor for the event. And she said yes. They get out to the car. He pushes her up against the car and says, you know what? I've always had this thing for librarians. It does not matter what we wear, ladies. It does not matter. And it doesn't. It doesn't. And it's so unfortunate that society has that whole, it's really, they brainwashed us to think that. So I appreciate you having those group of kids. They're definitely, they're super fiery, especially this next generation coming up. They're all fire. And so my goal is just really to kind of, I'm trying to be with, you know what I'm saying? They're the next generation. Yes. Eventually, you know, we're going to be moving out the way. So yeah. she woke me up. My daughter's got a Mochiano beta suit, a Tommy <laughs> Hilfiger suit. And like, I was like, embrace that. Yeah. You know, and be beautiful. Be your beautiful. Be your period. kind of beautiful. And stop. I, you know, if we could just shut off the outside influences and go within and be ourselves, yeah. the world would be a much better place. Much um, but I am really excited about a girl like me. I, me too. I, I feel like you and I met at the right time. I want to support this. Yes. Um, we're already starting to network. We're branching. We're, we're getting people to know who you are, to know what you do, to support your cause. Um, you even have some events coming up. Do you want to mm-hmm. talk about any of those? Well, of course I do. I always, <laughs> I always like to talk about my stuff. No, just kidding. Just kidding. However, um, here in on the 18th of July, I have some speakers from Houston coming. I have our new Springfield have Springfield Public Schools has a new black superintendent. Wonderful. And it's the first one in history, so it's kind of like a big deal. But also, yeah. I've already met her. I already spoke to her. But this is the opportunity for her to kind of dive it down a little bit and meet you know what I'm saying, the community on yeah. a different level, right. figure out some of the things that we have going on. But I have some of her colleagues, some friends that she known um, back in Texas. They're going to be coming up here. A Dr. Nisi Hamilton, a Bina Bailey. She mm-hmm. was like the top 50, um, in the top 50, excuse me, entrepreneurial women of Texas. Mm-hmm. And then I have our local Christina Ford. She's the founder of the Rebound Foundation. And then, of course, myself. Yes. And I'm MCM, but then I'm also going to be putting a little bit of here and a little bit of sure. there, sprinkling it around. But... This event is July 18th 
at the Quinneca on commercial here in Springfield. Great. And we're diving it out, human trafficking, um, sexual assaults, domestic abuse, right. um, domestic violence, excuse me, abuse, and then also um, just healthy relationships because right. it's so important for us to talk to our kids and it's open to everyone. The reason why I did this, because normally my table talks are every third Sunday mm -hmm. with my girls of the organization and their parents, but I'm opening it up to the city. That's and I great. did this specifically because the issues that we're going to discuss, mm -hmm. dads need to know, community leaders, someone mm -hmm. at the local grocery store needs to know right. what signs to look for if a child is part of being human trafficked, because they are older men, there's mm -hmm. younger men, and girls need to know, parents need to know, it's okay to talk about it. Let's be yes. open about these conversations. If we're open enough to talk about if I'm okay to be lesbian, bisexual, or anything like that, right. if we're open to talk about that, let's talk about some issues that can really save our girls and prevent them mm -hmm. from being strung out on drugs, prevent mm -hmm. them from being in a domestic abuse relationship. Absolutely. Gotta open it up. So that's July 18th, back to school bash, mm -hmm. which is gonna be super dope. I hope you're gonna be there. I will be there. Giving back to our kids, getting them ready for the school because you know the government gave everybody all that money and some of the parents didn't do right. Yeah. And so um, I definitely want to make sure that some of these babies have the opportunity to have some school supplies, have a good time. We'll have a kickball tournament, a dunk contest. I'm not going to be dunking though. Um, <laughs> what else? A talent show. Yeah. A talent show. And that's August 7th. And then I hope you got your white dress because we're having our. First all white charity event um, sponsored by the Inner Circle Baca Bar downtown. Yeah. And I'm excited because it's island themed, all white. Oh my God. And um, yeah, so that's for grown folks, okay? It's a day <laughs> party too. It's a Sunday, one oh, to five. Um, day party is for us to meet sponsors, donors, potential business opportunities, and people just to know who I am, my team, because you know, I have a pretty decent sized team. Yeah. And, First, be around six months, we're rocking and rolling. Yes, you are, girl. Yes, you are. And I don't see the momentum stopping anytime soon. I God am no. so proud of you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned human trafficking. Mm -hmm. I was originally born in Kansas, and the Midwest is like, ugh. It's the pinnacle for picking up, you know, man, people <laughs> for drug trafficking. And a lot of people just don't realize that. Um, but the Midwest is hit hard for a couple of reasons. Our guard's usually down. You know, we live in these little pockets and communities where we, we pretty much think that, you know, our kids are safe, right? So they're okay to go to a friend's house, walk to school, do these little things. And we're like, mm, they're, be, they're gonna be home at this time. Well, people from out of state come here and they start picking up on those patterns. Um, if we don't teach our children that there's safety in numbers, see something, say something, you know, stuff like that. Some things that we as adults see as common sense. If we're not teaching that to our youth, then they become targets. Um, and so my, I have sons, I have four sons, right? Yeah. And you would think that they would not be in any kind of danger, but that's not necessarily they true. Are, they, uh, yeah. um, especially since I've, I've got one who's an introvert and he's had a little bit of, of learning disability. So there's that. And then one of my sons is outwardly gay and has always been outwardly gay since he was in junior high. And there are people out there that are haters and there's hate crimes and there's all of these issues, right? But even with the drug trafficking, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. They will pick you up. That's just like, you know, people don't believe the cartel is real. Like, you know, my sons, um, excuse me, my brother's um, lady mom, she passed away last year, but mm -hmm. believe it or not, she was working for the cartel. Yeah. She had done some federal time. She flipped the script on some things. Yep. And it's real. And them boys, they're just at risk 
as our young girls. Right. You know, because guess what? Men take advantage of boys too. Oh, all the time. All the time. All the time. And so uh, one of the things that I've instilled in my sons is that they never go anywhere alone. And that's not just yes. for sex trafficking or any of that. It's for any reason. Somebody yeah. could decide to break bad. You could have an issue with somebody on drugs or somebody right. who's drunk or somebody who's just pissed off at the world and decides they're going to do something stupid. Um, but I also teach them to keep an eye out. Um, if they have girls that are with them, friends of theirs to keep an eye out for them and for their safety, don't let them go places by themselves, even the bathroom. If they insist on going, make sure you can see the ins and outs of that bathroom, you know? And so I, I have taught them that to be vigilant, not to be scared, to be vigilant, to be aware, aware exactly. To be aware, to be awake, to pay attention, um, to be, you know, situational awareness, you know, and, and that's something that is starting to be taught in other things as well. If you're talking about gun safety, for example, you know, one of the things they're teaching customer service um, employees now is that if you see someone shoplifting, don't confront them about it. You don't know what they could have. So it's, it's the same sort of thing, right? We are being aware now of what is potentially dangerous and doing things about that to protect ourselves and the people that we're with. And so I really do think that there is a place for what you're doing, not just the drug traffic or the sex trafficking, all of it. We, the awareness is real right now. It really is, Bray, because we do mentoring. Um, actually, um, I mentor some students from high um, the college, but we do mentorship. The mentorship we had one for six weeks. We awarded them girls, but we it's, the whole goal is because some of these kids are not getting it at home. Right. Um, getting fed, planting them seeds. You're beautiful. You're you're powerful. You right. can do whatever you want to do. And also, they're not being taught to look at other people's life. You know, mm-hmm. change in perspectives because sometimes they're so sheltered, and you know, parents are just not wanting their kids to be in the loop. Honey, you no. gotta wake up. It's 2021. If you're not telling your children, someone else would be, and then yeah. they will resent you because of what they're seeing outside the home. Right. And so definitely we try to do mentorship, life skills mm-hmm. workshop, teaching girls, change tires, mm-hmm. oil change, simple painting, maybe fix some light fixtures and yeah. things. We have people come in, financial literacy, just all types of different things that's necessary for our babies. Right. Uh, I think that's really important too. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do enough in, in as far as life skills go. We're empowering these young people. Right. And I, I will totally echo what you just said. There are some parents out there that in my opinion should never have been parents, not because of their situation, but because of who they are. And even here, I'm down in the Knicks, so that's where we're, we're recording today. It's where I live, it's where my business is. And it's the same situation down here. We're in the suburbs of Springfield and we still got issues with parents not wanting their kids to grow up, keeping them sheltered, not telling them the truth about the world, throwing them out before they're that ready. Part, that part, because you know, back in the day when I was growing up, a lot of these surrounding towns like Nixa, Ozark, you know, and I, where I come from, we got it straight from the mud. And when I say get it from the mud, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, people don't think it's straight or whatever. We may not be like a Houston or Atlanta, right. but it gets a little ratchet and rough around these edges. It can. And so a lot of these girls, they'll go and see one of the guys. He might be light-skinned. He might be black, handsome, sexy, go teeth, jury and everything. Right. Then the little girls come out from these old country towns. Then what happens is they get turned out. Yeah. Then parents are blaming 
our skin color. No, you gotta teach your children. You, mm-hmm. got, you, you know what I'm saying? They don't know. We're, it's brand new. It's like a, right. we're there in Disney World. Oh my God, he yeah. might be a rapper one day. Right. <laughs> well, might. and not only that, he may be telling them he's already you know famous and rapper and has oh all of this stuff lined up. You know. Yes. And they're gonna believe because they want to believe. We feed them those Disney they fairy want tale that lines. Attention. They That's want that true. attention, and especially since TikTok, social media Ooh, has yeah. a different play in it. Everybody wants to be the next B um, B and J, you know. Right. They do. Oh God, our life. But hey, the bright side, we can do something about this. We can be involved. We can be engaged. We can teach our kids um, what what activities really justify or need our attention versus those that are just fillers, you know. Um, it is very, very easy to become addicted, and it is an addiction to social media, to electronics, to oh gaming, gosh. to watching um, movies and videos. Mm-hmm. There has to be balance. There has to be moderation in everything we do. Really, everything. It needs to be, and if they don't, like I tell my kids, don't you, t- don't you dare turn on that TV or the tablet, check your mm-hmm. phones right before school. Start, I mean, like before you start your day, no, you better go in there, wash your face, go feed yourself, you know, pray, meditate, whatever you need to get done and stuff. But before you start going to check someone else's lifestyle, check yeah. yourself. Exactly. Check yourself. And that's actually good advice for anybody, yeah, even as adults, yourself. before yes. we get on there. Have we fed our soul today? Have we done yes. what we need to today to face the world? If not, don't be poisoning it with all this other stuff that's external. It really, you know, because <laughs> my kids, we got basketball practice and this and that. Yeah. Okay, make sure you got your schedule in check because guess what? It's not my responsibility. No, it's I, not. I'm just a taxi, okay? I'll get you there, <laughs> maybe, okay? Maybe if you remind me. But I, I try it. You know, literally, I do get them there. But um, <laughs> but it's literally, you got to, um, let's it starts with you yeah and it starts with us as parents sure and even if they don't have children i definitely encourage someone to step in yeah don't be silent no i don't appreciate kids cursing in public and all that i'm like wait a minute how old are you (laughs) i'm gonna snatch the vape out of you because i know you're under 21 right and it's just you know it's just one of those motherly things but also as a leader of the community yeah and from where i come from being taken advantage of myself sure you know um I remember, like, all I knew was just the ballers, the dope boys, and fast money. So I just knew that that attention was something that I longed for. Yeah. And so what we what I try to do is, girl, I get these girls' hair done, everything. Mm-hmm. Baby, don't look. He don't have to tell you you're beautiful. I tell my kids every day, baby, you're gorgeous. Yes. Son, you're handsome. I don't want no man, the next person, to tell you that. They don't have to tell you that. No. Your daddy don't want you wearing a two-piece because he knows no. you're too beautiful. Well, and here's the thing, right? You and I, being the strong, outgoing women that we Alpha. are, we had to teach ourselves that. Mm-hmm. We had to, at some point, become not only that inner child, but also the parents we never got, right? Yes. So we learned to teach ourselves these things, and now we do see it as an obligation and a duty to share what we've learned with those who may not be feeling it, may not be receiving it. It it does, it makes me sad inside because I know that pain, you know, I know that hurt. When someone's putting you down or you don't feel like you you matter. Yeah. Oh my God, like so many bad things come from just that emotion. And so if we can empower and teach and educate and even share a little bit of our story, it is empowering, it is Mm -hmm. teaching, it is uplifting. Um, and then it also gives them that sense of, of tribe. You know, they're not alone. That's right. I let them know, baby, this is, I'm a call away. <laughs> a call away. I had a mom, um, we had a girl last week. She ran away. 
Mm-hmm. And she's been featured in my magazine because, you know, I got the Empower You magazine. Yeah. And I want you to actually, I want to feature you in it, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, I just did Malisha. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I did an interview with her. But um, that's neither here nor there. But anyways, <laughs> but back to it. But a little a red girl, she's 16-year-old. She ran yeah. away. Mm. Mom called me at 5 o'clock in the morning. I see it. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Where's she at? We don't know. I haven't seen her since. Oh, girl, I'm up. I don't go anywhere with my bonnet on. And so I'm rolling around <laughs> Springfield, literally just checking, trying to figure it out. But yeah. what happens is these kids, you know, she was saying that, um, you know, she was trying to find herself, you know what I'm saying? She just started smoking that pot. Yeah. And God knows, I don't know if she's doing anything else, but the problem is we got to be there for them kids. I let them know when someone yeah. called away. Mm-hmm. You feel like you need to get high. Or if you feel you can't talk to your mom and stuff, this is what we do. Right. This is what we do. Don't ever think for a second. Because my kids, they're pretty open. Like, I've been caught my kids slipping. But mm-hmm. you know what? They're so honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? That's what you want to do. Okay, so let's talk right. about this. You know, and so right. even as a parent, like, I'm not perfect. But I still kind of, I kind of will myself back in. Okay. Yeah. Step by step. Where did I miss? Where did I miss the step? Well, I think it keeps us in check, Communication. Too. Communication yeah. is the key. Talk, talk, talk yes. to these kids. Don't, you know, I can't be all the way out here fighting for other people's kids. Well, and don't, and here's my message to all your parents. Do not belittle your children. They, they are adults in the making. Do not treat them like they're ignorant. Do not treat them like they're beneath you. Do no. not treat them or tell them they have no rights, that you make all of the shots and all the decisions. Because guess what? If you don't teach them how to make those decisions, they will be adults and still confused as hell and be making the wrong choices. You are there for guidance. Mm-hmm. You are not there to take over their yeah. lives. They're going to make the decisions that they want. Mm-hmm. And it's very important for you to support them, whether good or bad. When they're making bad decisions, it's your job as a parent to definitely break down and make sense yeah. of their decisions. Right. You is either here or there. And in this, when it's bad decisions, there's no gray area. There's really no gray no. area. So for, I'm just going to keep it real. When kids got caught vaping, mm-hmm. right? They were vaping at the pool. And their dad called me. I'm at the lake. Girl, I got home. I'm out in Springdale, Arkansas, way out there in the Eureka Springs area. Uh-huh. What is it, the Beaver Creek or something? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, the girls out there think they're cute. And them two pieces, you bought them. And they're vaping. And I'm like, oh, no. no. <laughs> I got them. I was like, well, you bought them two pieces. And he's like, well, that was two years ago. Well, now right. I got boobs and butts and things. And so... I was like, okay, well, okay, I'll handle that part. But this vaping, I'm on my way right now. Yeah. So I get there and immediately I'm upset. I'm more disappointed mm. because they know what we do. They know how I am. And so I was disappointed more right. than anything. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, I can't believe you. Mm-hmm. What made you do it? Right. That was my question. What made you do it? It was like, we wanted to be cool. You want to be cool. I'm going to show you how cool this is. And so I broke down. This is what that want to be cool is. Mm -hmm. These are the results. Right. You're going to stay in housing. You can go ahead and stay, go to juvenile. You're going to be flipping burgers. Mm -hmm. You're going to be, you know what I'm saying? Make these stupid decisions if you want to. Right. Because they're cheerleaders and basketball players. Okay. Mm -hmm. I see you're going to mess with the scholarship. You want to go to Stanford, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. You think Stanford's going to appreciate it? This might start a picture of you being a minor or, and just constantly making stupid decisions. Probably You're not, not going to go to, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to do it. No. Kishala, you just got into cheerleading. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think that your cheerleading coach, after we didn't raise all this money, honey, and I'm hustling, you know, I'm a hustler. So yes. we sold like eight boxes of candy bars for her. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, literally, um, it was like an auction, like auction them off yeah, right, right there on Facebook. <laughs> but literally, but you had, a, you know, I didn't punch them like, like major, like they're rounded. Like I took away the media and it killed sure. them. Oh, well, that's yeah. a killer, you guys. Oh, like, yeah. If you want to really get your kids, take it away. That's right. Stand firm on it, though. Stand on firm Because I know there's been so many times that I've grounded them. Yeah. And they've been grounded for like one day. Yeah. <laughs> but this Consistency. Time, I, uh, yeah. This it's time, so hard. I was on it. And because I let them know. I didn't speak to them for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It killed them more than it killed me. Mm-hmm. For me to not talk to them for 48 hours. Because as soon as I got home from the lake, I literally unplugged the TV, snatched it out, gave me phones, tablets, laptops. Yeah, they got all that extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Don't even turn my living room TV on. Don't go in your brother's TV. No. But like three days later, I caught them all sleeping in their brother's TV. I fell asleep because, you know, they was trying to get some movies. But I let them know. Y'all so busy watching other people's lives. You don't forgot about yours. Yeah. What matters? You need to put in work. Just like you see me every day putting in work. Right. Guess what, honey? This ain't where those aren't where I'm going to give you. Here goes a million dollars for you to go for the future. Right. No, you don't have to work for it. Mm-hmm. And working for it does not mean you're sitting around here vaping because, you know, it could have been crack. It could have been meth. It could have been weed. And they didn't even know. That's the crazy because my kids are 12 and 11. No, they didn't know that there could have been weed, you know, the little weed stuff. Mm-hmm. Um that are in vapes now. So yeah. I don't know if it was an actual vape pen that has nicotine in it or if it had marijuana, you know what I'm saying, the weed in it. Right. They didn't even know that that's even a thing anymore because they're so used to seeing the blunts. Sure. And joints. Mm-hmm. So it tripped them out. Yeah. So uh, peer pressure is still very, very real um, mm-hmm. because that's that's actually what started this, right? The girl yeah. said an old, older girl came in. A 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. And offered to, yeah. So it's, it's a very real thing. If we're not having these conversations with our kids, somebody else will. It's a, it's a given. Um, but I remember one of my sons, he's now 20, um, don't have an issue with him in that regard. But I remember the peer pressure was really severe for him. And he wanted to impress these jocks in junior high. Um, and I might have even been before junior high. And he, he stopped focusing on everything else. His only goal in life was just to make these guys impressed. And so I had to pull him from school for a little bit and we home taught him because his focus was so off, so off. He had gone from being an A student to C's and D's. And I was like, this ain't happening, buddy. This, this ain't happening. First mm-hmm. of all, this isn't real life. This, this is a small snapshot of you getting to know socialism and yeah. being in the social atmosphere to learning your, some of your basic constructs of education. And I said, you can have fun. But it's not about killing yourself over whether this person likes you, whether you fit into this group, whether, you know, oh, my God. And it pained me as his mom because he was so he was obsessed with it. Um, and it became an addiction, just like so many yeah, other it definitely things. definitely hurt you as a parent. It's like, where's my child at? Yeah. I had all these dreams and everything. I, I told the kids, I was like, listen, I'm keeping it real with you. And girl, I brought my yearbook out. I said, all these people used to be in cheerleading football doing great things but then yeah. they started to want to be so down which was which was not cool but they thought was cool getting high right. drinking and stuff and it, like it's no lie you go through your yearbook dead dead jail sprung out duh, 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 duh. yeah oh that person made it out yeah yeah i could do the same thing um we had and when i was in high school I, I, again back in kansas our high school had the highest pregnancy rate for teenagers at the time and so I could do the same thing with my my yearbook, right? Some of them were were children. They were the um, children of police officers. That's that part right there. And they they got away with so much because their parents didn't make them accountable. They were constantly bailing them out of shit. 
They didn't let them have the consequences. They weren't consistent. And so these people grew up believing that they could get away with anything and they tried it. And a lot of them ended up in jail, dead, uh, teen pregnancies, um, multiple marriages, you know. Girls, yeah. Like seriously though, but no, they like, that's the whole point. And it'd be the ones that really had to get it like really bad. Yeah. Like, you know, didn't have a mom, didn't have a dad. Like, you know, I, and it was like one of these things like, Dude, did you not know I would have done anything to have my mom with me? Right. Right. I would have done anything to have my mom watch me walk across the stage mm-hmm. to get my damn diploma. Yeah. And so we t- that's what I embedded my kids. Like, you don't understand. You guys are truly, truly blessed. Like, and I keep them, try to keep them busy and stuff. And we just keep it real because we still have people that are not doing so good in my family. Yeah. I'm like, there you go. You want to keep on smoking people's vape? Yeah. You might end up like Jungle Jungle. Well, and it's the same thing in our family, too. The boys have had some pretty bad examples. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know what? Learn from it. You don't have to follow them to get the same education. Right. Just be vigilant and observe. Just mm-hmm. pay attention to what's going on around you and learn. This is why we do the podcast. That's why we, we have these nonprofits. It's to educate and teach people so they don't have to suffer the way so many of us have suffered in the past. And that's what I don't. That's I like what you said. They don't have to. With AGL men, they don't have to. We have girls calling for rides. I might BP, go pick them up. Or myself, you know, if I'm not busy because I'm constantly crazy busy, go right. pick them up. Um, we really just want them to know, like, sweetheart, like last night I had a board meeting. We're praying. Mm-hmm. Had a board member that's going through some things. A volunteer, excuse me, she's going through some things. Yeah. We're rough. But we're not just here for the kids. We're here for, I'm here for all y'all. Mm-hmm. We're creating this foundation, a strong foundation that will rise. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a strong foundation, I'm gonna, we're gonna lean over here, we're gonna lean yeah. over here, we're gonna be like that, you know what I'm saying, like really bad, it, we right. will shatter. So definitely let these people know, look girl, we got you. We got you. Mama yeah. don't understand, I had a girl that was getting molested from five years old up to 11 years old. Just met her this year, obviously, because we started in January, but mm-hmm. we had to move crazy fast. But baby girl um, was going through some things, molested from five to 11. Mom found out last year. Mm-mm. And it happened to be a relative that kept coming up from Arkansas. Nothing against Arkansas, you guys, but sometimes Arkansas is not a little bit. They're, they get a little iffy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They ain't right, okay? That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> and so, but the messed up part is that it was a relative, a cousin that came constantly doing the baby wrong. Yeah. I never asked for details, but I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, if I ever get a chance, mm-hmm. I would claw him. Because you know, I've been doing those um, that um, self-defense class. Good for you, yeah. girl. Stormy Cantwell. Girl, I, you know, I I just want to do the elbow. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Hit him with an up and a down. <laughs> mm. I do. And so, found out that she's in a lesson. And so, mom was like, oh, I put her through counseling. Um, and she's just going through it. And I'm like, counseling, you know. Counseling's good, but the problem is when our children are... Being in a room with a stranger that they don't know, you guys. Being in the room with a stranger you don't know. And and they're asking. Stronger than the (laughs) tea. Girl, don't let me find out you got some good stuff around here. Uh Um, um, This is not not saying this isn't good. (laughs) We can can spike that just a bit. Spike it a little bit. Yeah. And so, counseling, then mom was like, well, she started cutting on herself. Yeah. Then so mom took the door off the hinges. And I'm like, Oh, no, you're invading her privacy now, you guys, because you're so scared, but you won't take the time to be a mom to break right. it down. And excuse me, let me rephrase that because it won't, it's not, I won't take time to be a mom. It's that, that you won't take time to do the research. Yeah. 
Because it doesn't come with a manual of how to parent these children. No. But it does take time yeah. to know your child. Right. She's been through hell. Mm-hmm. She's been through hell by someone she trusted. And someone that you love on and hug on. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see that uh, from the, the child's perspective as being an overall portrayal. From her abuser to her mom. Because she don't know how to tell mom. Didn't know how yeah. to tell her. And I forgot how it came out. But I said, and so I did this thing that I learned from my psychologist um, on Clubhouse. It's called um, object writing. Mm-hmm. So object writing is basically if you give someone, let's say, I had them about a mop. I said, when a mop, with a mop, I'm giving you one word, mop. When you think of a mop, you hear the word mop, what comes to your mind? Girl, we had kids. They're so funny. I'm telling you, don't <laughs> kids home. It's hilarious. My mom makes me mop. I hate it. And then You're I'm right. like, I know, me too. You don't see where you get that little, that little swiver thing. <laughs> but, um, you know, there was just like crazy answers. But this little baby in particular, you know, they're all babies to me. Okay, she's sure. all She's a baby to me. But she was doing um, some enemy pictures like it was the third eye it was like in a swavel like she's going through a whole different dimension i'm like right and for some reason the spirit had spoke to me because you know i'm super spiritual so Mm -hmm. the spirit spoke to me and i'm like Mm. oh no she's on she's on a different level she's on a whole different frequency yeah mom you need to check this out Mm -hmm. what do you do with your daughter Okay, so mom, you know, mom's really been on this big crystal thing ever since I told her. I was like, your daughter. I said, have you ever meditated with her? Mm-mm. She's like, no. I said, she needs meditation. I said, right now she's connected to a different world. Yeah. Um, excuse me. She's opened up to a different world. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Her third eye is opening. It's opening. It's yeah. open. So she sees things for what it really is. Mm-hmm. And there's not a bad thing. No, it's good. It's very good for her to be that way. And so ever since then... Mom and daughter, because she couldn't get her daughter. She yeah. couldn't get to her. She couldn't even get her daughter out of the house, girl. Mm-mm. Now I see them all the time. They're doing hikes together. Oh. What a silver dollar city. Okay. She was like, because of this program, mm-hmm. was able to break them barriers. Yeah. She's like, thank you. I was like, shoot, you welcome. I just wanted to let you know, check your daughter out. Right. Check your daughter out. Right. Well, even, okay, and so. put her damn door back on the uh, yeah. hinges. Come yeah, on now. Right? Well, even with um, kids that act out, right? The main reason kids act out is they're not getting attention. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. So if your kids are acting out, it's because they need you. They need you in their life. Invest in them. Invest in them. They are also part of your future. It's not just you are part of theirs. You're, there's this connection there. And, you know, again, I learned this really, really young with my my twins and Antonio especially is the oldest out of all of them and he and I would butt heads and I thought it was just because our personalities were so similar but he had a different need he needed my attention I had to start even though I had four kids all under the age of like six at one point I had to to speak to to take some specific time just for him or else he would be you know acting out and hurting his brothers and marking up walls and I was like dude you're clearly trying to get my attention and you better get the wrong attention. Exactly. Me. But I get that. My middle child's the same way, like Kamaya. And I literally, like, she, I would, like, and I just do little random things with one of the, you know, I'm learning how to do that. Yeah. Cause especially since of that age, because I love all my kids so much, girl. Mm. Hold on. They still sleep in my, <laughs> at least twice a week, they're still in my bed. Aww. They're all, you know, like last night, they're all slept in their bedroom together. Right. My kids are so close. Yeah. And Kamaya is so, she is a Capricorn. 
And so Capricorns are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I have a Sagittarius, Capricorn, and Aquarius. And Sagittarius, they, they just messy. They just messy. <laughs> but the that's Capricorn, what my twins are. My twins are Sagittarius. And like you got like Kijala, like she's just, but they're free will. They are. They don't care about what nobody thinks. No. And you know, saying baby girl, she used to. I remember, you know, she used to just throw on anything with the Sagittarius. They used to throw on anything. I'm like, Key, that don't match, honey. It's wrinkled. <laughs> what's going on? But now she's got middle school, and now it's got to be. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's got to be with pristine. This. Yeah, and she's just cute as a button girl, and she's just a cute as a button. But the Capricorn, Kamaya, that's the one I bump heads with a lot. Yeah. I used to, but now we're on a level where I understand her. Like, she loves the independence. Like, girl, she'll clean my whole house. Like, I taught her. She used to see me clean my house at night mm -hmm. when everyone sleep. But now mama catches, look, I'll go to sleep before them sometimes. Yeah. She cleans the whole house. Aww. She makes sure, like, oh, my phone. She, girl, there's been plenty of times. I'm like, where's my phone? I put it on the charger for you, mama. Oh. She's, like, real dope and, like, <laughs> That's my girl. That's right. That's my girl. Like all my kids, are, you know, Key's my girl too. But my mind, that's my yeah. girl. Because like I said, we bumped head for so long. Mm -hmm. Now I figured it out. But you, you know what I'm saying? And like, I remember one day she she was sick at school. Mm -hmm. Took her to like, I was like, come on, we're going to go out to eat. You call me on my lunchtime. And it's like, look, you call me on my lunchtime. But she ate that up. She just yeah. loved it. Mm -hmm. And she loves, like, they love that just like me and mommy time. Yes. And it means a lot. It does. And it changed. Okay. It will change your entire relationship. If you feel like things are on the outs with you and your kids, especially if they're teenagers, it's time to get, it's time to plug in. It's time to plug in. It's time to listen. Go shopping with them. Go to the park. And here's the thing too. Don't force a conversation. Just be available. Be mm -hmm. available. You yes. can ask questions, but if they're not ready, just be quiet. They will eventually open up to you and tell you all kinds of things because they respect that space. They respect the silence. They, ex they respect the fact you're not pushing. You're not inquiring. You're not investigating. You're just there. Your presence means a lot. Oh, oh girl, there's so yeah. much. We could do five yeah, different well, podcasts yeah, with, and all this. Uh, Woo. Yeah, with a girl like me network, just know we're here. I'm here. I'm um, here in Springfield, Missouri for that. Yeah, um, we're yes. going to include all of Ambie's contact information, social media links, all that stuff that she's comfortable sharing in the description. Make sure you invest, invest people um, in the children around you. If you're able to invest with Ambie, do that as well. We're still networking. We're still trying to find people. This is going to be a national thing at some point. We're yes. going to have different offices in different places. Yes. If you're interested in opening a branch in your area, contact Ambie and we'll see if we can't get that started as well. Uh, is there anything else? We covered a lot. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> um, just like, I just want everyone to really just be true to yourself. Mm -hmm. um, wake up every day with gratitude. Stay focused. It don't matter what you're going through. Mm -hmm. I came from hell and yes. back. And I don't mean to curse on your um, podcast. I do it all the fucking time. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, just like literally at the end of the day, y'all, I just want y'all to stay focused. Believe in yourself, believe in your seeds that you're planting, your children and that are planted within you. There may be people that you meet. That's for the moment. And then something may happen. You might learn something, but you learn that maybe you don't need them anymore. You guys grow apart. It's okay. Don't feel bad about the decisions that are happening that are helping you elevate. I definitely just grasp a hold of the yes. future. Um, really, and just take heed of it because it's 2021, y'all. Mm. The way the world, you know, they say we're at the end of our days. But to me, I'd be telling people, like, I'm at my best of days. Yes. And I'm constantly going for 
everything that I want. Everything that someone told me I couldn't have, I'm going for it. Amen. And so I definitely just really want to encourage everyone just to go through with it. Believe in yourself. Stay focused. And like I said, gratitude, patience, being obedient. Being obedient means doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to always do the holy moly right thing. (laughs) However, when I say being obedient, Brie, I mean literally folks just doing the right thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it does not cost anything to spread mm-hmm. love. No, but don't take no shit from nobody either. Okay. Amen to that too. <laughs> don't take no, no shit. Like I said, if you got to cut them off, cut them off. Mm-hmm. But like I said, if you see someone that needs something, I don't care what it is. If you can do it, do it. You will, it will come back mm-hmm. 10 times more. It always does. It's May not does. be when you want, but it's going to be on time. Other than that, a girl like me network. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm Ambie Lewis. Facebook, Ambie Lewis. But I prefer if you don't know me, go to my <laughs> business page. You know, I don't want all the people. You know, sometimes like you're like, who is this? I know. <laughs> right, then they start. But unless you're like liking some stuff or dropping it, but Cash App is Cash Money, right? <laughs> what is right? That? I said Cash Money. It's like a money sign. That's right. Oh, but anyway, it's like. No, baby. All I said, just I, I mean, it's great. I think it's a great thing that you're doing right here. Mm-hmm. Definitely giving people exposure. Absolutely. Definitely just breaking barriers. You know, I love to talk. You like to talk. We like True. To talk. I like to talk. And but just giving these people, well, everyone, this opportunity to mm-hmm. be heard yes. is everything. Um, everyone has a story. Super. I absolutely love you. I love um, you too. I'm so grateful that oh, we've known. Uh, got to meet each other this year. Yeah. And we got some great things coming. Because yes. like she said, we will be going national. Yes. Uh, we are looking for some locations to be opening. Um, that means you'll just have to, you contact us, we'll get you together. But yeah, go like me network. Yay, Ambie Lewis. All right. Thank you all for joining me. I appreciate all of you. Love all of you. Check out any of the old uh, season one podcast. You can find it now on my new website link. It's humblebree.com, humblebre.com. And you can find 72, 72 episodes from season one. I know it's crazy. Um, And I will see you again next time. Until then, own your truth.